You're listening to episode 28 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up with personal brand and freedom stylist, Elizabeth Hartke. Each week, Elizabeth brings you the tools you need to create a life of true freedom and fulfillment by scaling and monetizing your personal brand. Get clarity, become a leader in your field and make an impact that pays. Grab your favorite healthy smoothie or beer and let's get to the show. Isn't it funny how sometimes our struggles and what we're, I don't know, battling against in our lives can ultimately be some of our greatest teachers and our greatest gifts. And that's a perspective I've gained over the last 10 years or so as I've gone through some struggles in my own health journey. And it was my own personal battles with health that led me down a path of seeking, researching, trial and error, ultimately setting a completely new standard for how I live and how I'm raising my family. On today's episode, I'm finally answering a lot of the questions that I get so often about some of the natural, holistic, non-conventional ways our family is detoxing and eliminating toxins from our day-to-day and from our bodies as best as we can. So I want you to kind of take today's episode, this is, I'm going to say this phrase a lot, take it in stride, take what works for you, maybe learn why it's worth researching further and take it one step at a time. I'm not suggesting, and this is not how I did it, that you just uproot your whole life and change how you do everything and get rid of everything toxic in your in your environment, because the reality is you, you probably can't. And you don't want to make yourself mentally sick trying to avoid all these things. But what I do think is so important, if you're a go-getter, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're someone who has big dreams, you have to look at the physiology of your life and where you're potentially limited in that area too. Because so often we're focusing on personal development and and growth and reading the books and doing all these things, but our bodies are depleted. Our bodies are struggling and battling against these chemicals and toxins that we're willingly taking in every day without even knowing it. So I want to tell you guys a little bit more about why our family has gone au naturel and some of the simple things that we've done over the years. Like this has been a multiple year process and how it's making such a huge impact on our lives. And, you know, we get to set our own standards in life. And your health and the health of your family should be a place where you lead boldly from the front. Don't just be a leader in your business. Don't just be a leader as an influencer and on social media. Be a leader in your own home and in your own life, starting with your own health. And today I'm going to share a lot of the things that we've done as a family to help our bodies detoxify, how we're eliminating many of those chemicals and toxins, both from our environment and from our bodies. Okay, let's get on to the show. Okay, guys, asking you shall receive. So last week I mentioned about the full fit immersion workshop that I'm running and I was closing down entry to it, but I got a barrage of messages on Instagram and emails asking if I would just keep it open for a few more weeks. So it is. And I literally created this one month intensive workshop with you in mind, but it's for the busy go-getter who wants more for their life, but also for their health. So what is it? The two common themes that I've been seeing with people lately, the ones that I've been working with, is they're asking for both a plan to get healthy and fit and find their confidence again, especially going into the summer. They want to feel comfortable in their own skin. But people also want to know and have a really strong foundation of health and what it means to be healthy and having a better understanding of nutrition and what supplements to take and what foods to avoid and what chemicals and toxins are in our foods and what plans to follow and how we can raise healthy families and gut health and brain health and optimizing energy and all those incredible things. And I've researched those things for the last decade. 
So I've decided to marry those two questions and run a one-month full immersion workshop where I give you as much of it as I can pack in to those 30 days along with a plan for you to follow to achieve your health and fitness goals over the course of the month. Because we all want to go into summer just feeling better about ourselves. It's not about the six-pack, although that's a nice bonus. But here's the craziest part. For those that are ready to dive in with me and they want to lose weight and they want to feel strong and they want to master their nutrition without dieting and depriving themselves and they want to nail their fitness routine. So even though this is a 30-day thing, this is something they can do ongoing in less than 30 minutes a day. You're going to have access to this full immersion workshop along with your package that you need to get started and you're getting a massive discount for my listeners only. And the bonus is I'm going to coach you one-on-one in June for free. But here's the thing, because I'm doing it both workshop style and one-on-one, I'm opening up really limited spots. So if this sounds like something that you'd be interested in, be sure to head on over to today's show notes, elizabethhartke.com forward slash podcast forward slash 028 and fill out the health assessment so you can get more info before spots fill up. And if it's easier for you to just go to my Instagram at elizhartke, you can find it in my bio there too. This is going to be epic for those who participate, and I can't wait to see you there. I talk a lot about how I'm not necessarily passionate about nutrition or fitness, but I am exceedingly passionate, like obnoxiously passionate, obsessed really about body optimization, both for peak performance and all the things that I'm doing and quality of life. And you can be a stay-at-home mom listening to this. You can be an athlete, a top-level executive, a CEO, an influencer. And you're going to benefit from this episode because to me, we really are limited when we aren't tapping into what our bodies are are capable of, what our bodies are designed to do. And oftentimes they're limited because of our environment, what we're exposed to, what we're doing, what we're eating, what we're, how we're breathing. All these things are really relevant and we don't think about them because they come so naturally to us, but it's time that we take back control of our health. Our minds can't be as sharp, our energy is low, our digestion is off, our weight affects our moods or our confidence. We can't be fully engaged in our relationships when our bodies or our guts are out of whack. And that means our brain suffers. Worst of all, I feel like our time here, our ability to make our impact while while we have this opportunity on this earth, leading or raising our families, whatever it might be, it can be cut too short. Or it can be so limited because of disease or illness or just how we feel like do you ever just have a day where you want the coffee machine just hooked up to an IV directly into your vein because you cannot even think yourself out of a paper bag because you're so depleted like you're just brain fog so much fatigue guys that stuff that's not normal we make it normal in our society because so many people feel it but talk to the minute percent of people who have figured this out and who have made it their mission to optimize their health and eliminate toxins from their bodies so that their bodies can operate at peak performance, they will tell you, oh my God, you don't know what you're missing. So trust me when I tell you, this might be new information to you. This might be validating what you've already been researching and learning, but I think it is so vital. No matter where you're at in your journey, this is so, so vital. Every so often you're going to hear me, you know, you do hear me speak about a lot of things I've learned and applied in my own health and the power behind them, not because I care about your waistline or how you might look in a bathing suit, but because I am increasingly aware that people like us, go-getters who are scaling up in their lives, 
need our bodies to support our missions. And if our body feels like it's working against us, we lose momentum and we live beneath what's possible. And I know for you guys, that's not okay. I also want to say, I am not a doctor. In no way am I a doctor. This is stuff that I've personally researched heavily based on my own experiences, based on things I've struggled with. I've pulled it from so many different sources, some of which have been doctors, naturopaths, chiropractors, nutritionists, people in different homeopathic or holistic spaces, Chinese medicine, Eastern and Western medicine, and I've pulled it from people who are far better versed in this stuff than I, and I'm sharing what's worked for me. So no ads, no sponsors, just the stuff that's continually helping me to tap into my purpose and my potential and help other people to do the same. So I would tell you that you hear something weird on this episode that doesn't like sit well with you, go do your research. Don't take my word as doctrine. I am not your doctor. I don't want to be your doctor. I want you to just be your own advocate. And the stuff that has worked for me, one, might not apply to you and your symptoms and the things that you go through or the things that you want for your life. And and two, it might not work for you the way it's worked for me because every body is so different. And that's what one of the points I want to drive home today is that you have to dive into the research. I just want to give you a foundation, a place to start and open your eyes to what we're exposed to, not in a crazy witch hunt kind of way, but in a way that you're becoming increasingly aware and you're doing what's best for you. So when I was in college, I woke up in the middle of the night one night and I couldn't breathe. I was wheezing through my throat and I went to go swallow and the spit wouldn't go down my throat. And it felt like I was swallowing razor blades covered in rust and acid. We'll throw some acid on there too. That's how it felt. And I remember I woke up my roommate in the middle of the night and I said, I I don't know what's happening, but I can hardly talk. I can hardly breathe. Long story short, I go in to the hospital and my throat's starting to close because I have mono. Super common in college, right? The kissing disease. Well, I wish I could tell you a really cool story that makes me sound popular and really fun that I was making out with the captain of the basketball team, but nope. Would you like to know where I got my mono? Robbie, he worked in the cafeteria at my school. On Wednesday nights, he would make crunchy, sweet and sour chicken wraps, and I would be first in line for those wraps. Well, I came to find out that Robbie had mono, and Robbie passed it to a bunch of us who were frequented his Wednesday night station. All the more reason that you shouldn't eat crunchy, sweet and sour chicken wraps in college, because it also helped me gain the freshman 50, not 15. But I digress. So I end up with this case of mono, and it is devastating to me. I actually have to complete my semester of school from home. For a couple of months, I was in bed. The first about 15 days, I was on a really, really heavy steroid that was messing with my body so severely. And I still to this day remember the withdrawals when I had to come off that steroid. It was like detoxing from a drug. I lost over 30 pounds in less than two months. I was gaunt and sick and felt awful and weak. And it took me years to recover from that illness. And for those of you wondering if it was worth it to eat the crunchy sweet and sour chicken wrap, I would say yes at the time because those were really good. But I had no idea years later that mono, the Epstein-Barr virus, it can nest and live in your liver ongoing. 
And when you get tested for it later in life, it's not going to show up in your blood report. So the fatigue, the pain, the food sensitivities, they were all for me stemming from this virus and quietly haunting my body. And that was kind of like my first real encounter with what would come to be a level of sickness that would affect my life for the long term. For years after that, in addition to not really knowing how to take care of myself, as I told you, where I was on Wednesday nights in college, waiting in the crunchy chicken line, I was experiencing extreme fatigue, brain fog, digestive issues, and a lot of pain, inflammation in my body that was sometimes just unexplained, headaches, migraines, reoccurring sickness. I was getting sinus infections every few months, and I was always able to justify it based on what was going on in my life at the time. Like in college, well, of course I'm getting sick a lot. Like I'm surrounded by all these germs and all these other students who aren't taking care of themselves and I'm not getting enough sleep and I'm not getting access to healthier foods. And then post-college, it was like, okay, well, I'm sitting at a desk all day and I'm putting on weight because of it. And I'm going out still on the weekends and I'm just not, you know, eating as healthy as I should. And as an entrepreneur, it's like, okay, I'm working crazy hours. I'm just really stressed out about this deadline. That's why I'm feeling these things. Or when I was pregnant, oh, it's just pregnancy brain. Everyone feels like this. It's the hormones or postpartum, you know, I'm not getting any sleep and I'm breastfeeding and the baby's getting all of my nutrients. So that's why I have brain fog and that's why I'm struggling to pay attention and focus. But the reality is, is that when our bodies are in sync, We shouldn't need caffeine to survive. We shouldn't experience brain fog. We shouldn't be struggling with things like focusing and ADD, and we shouldn't be exhausted all the time or getting sick so often, and we shouldn't have trouble with digestion. And all of those things ultimately affect more than just our physical body. So in addition to sharing what I do now to kind of help reverse some of these struggles I've had and be better moving forward. This is also a PSA for you to check yourself, people. Grade your health. Grade your level of energy. Grade your digestion. It's one of the things I do. If you take my health assessment, you'll see. Like, even if I'm going to work with a high-achieving entrepreneur and their goal is to go from six to seven figures, that's a common one, my process with them is still starting with a health assessment where I make them grade their level of energy, grade their digestion, because this is instrumental to whether you're going to find success in other areas of your life, whether you're going to be able to use your brain to its full capabilities. And I promise you, if at some point you really do want to go next level in anything, you can't skip this step. So you have to kind of look and say, hey, like scale of one to 10, how am I feeling when I wake up in the morning? Do I feel refreshed? Like, or have I convinced myself that everyone feels like a giant heaping bag of garbage buried under a slightly larger heaping bag of garbage in the hot summer sun when they wake up in the morning because that's not normal and if you feel like you're doing fine yourself make sure you're considering your family you know their gut health let's talk about kids for example their gut health all of us affects their brain health they're exposed daily to toxins that can lead to different diseases and conditions and symptoms that could limit the potential of their lives could limit the length of their lives. We aren't going into this too detailed today, but it's something worth researching. And I never knew this before, but their genes, their actual DNA, the genes that can lead to things like Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or conditions like obesity or propensity to diabetes or even just deterioration overall, inflammation, they can actually be turned on or off by what we eat and what we're exposed to. So if that's not motivation for you to become obsessed with this, I don't know what will be. Today, I just want to share some of the things that we as a family of five have done, are doing to both detox, avoid toxin in the few environments that we can control, 
And some of these things are easier than others to to adopt, while others are more of either an investment in time or money, but they all have impacted us positively. Our bodies are amazing. Our bodies can naturally detox themselves of toxins and chemicals, but most of our bodies are overwhelmed with those toxins and chemicals beyond what we can eliminate on our own. So when we have an excess of toxins and waste in the body, that can lead to things like, and you wouldn't think these are all related, but they are, to things like depression, anxiety, lack of energy, skin conditions like eczema and psoriasis, which I'll talk a little bit more about today because we personally experienced it in our family, weight gain that you can't explain, joint pain, bad headaches, muscle pain, inflammation, food sensitivities, chronic fatigue, allergies, digestive issues, even like just mood swings. And on top of these symptoms of toxin overload, there are chronic disease states that are correlated with high levels of toxicity in the body. And those are some of the things that I already mentioned, like Parkinson's or MS or RA, lupus, cancers, diabetes. So there are so many things that are out of our control But my goal is to share a little bit of some of the stuff that you can control and do and take on in little bites to just make your life a little better and plan for your future. This really kicked into high gear for us about four years ago when we had our son, Jack. Jack had eczema probably from two months old, even younger, maybe around six weeks. He started to get it a little bit behind his knees and on his face. And I remember bringing my eight-week-old son at the time into the dermatologist because I thought, okay, this is on his skin. We go see a skin doctor about it. They didn't ask me. I was exclusively breastfeeding. They didn't ask me what I was eating, which obviously would be coming through the milk to Jack. They didn't ask me anything about our environment, what lotions we use, what soaps we use, what detergents we use. And they just wrote him a script for a heavy-duty steroid cream without asking about any of the possible triggers. And that was the first time that my eyebrow kind of peaked and I said, okay, something's not right here. But I didn't know what else to do because this is a doctor who knows more than me about a skin condition that my son has and I just want to, I want to fix it. But what I didn't know was that we weren't fixing the root cause. We were putting a Band-Aid on the symptom while continuing to feed the problem because every day I would nurse him and give him more of what wasn't working with his body and washed his clothes and stuff with chemicals in it and exposed him to toxins that we could control but we didn't know they were even toxic, we were perpetuating the problem. First child, they're always the experiment, aren't they? And my poor little boy was our experiment. We had to work through a lot of steps and Jack was a total champ about it, but now he just turned four and we've done so many different natural holistic approach protocols that take way more time and investment of our money and our time and our focus and our energy than just slapping a cream on it. But our goal was to get to the root cause, to fix the problem and find the culprit and eliminate it. And we found that he had, like so many of us, which it sounded like such a dramatic thing when we heard it, we had we did a hair analysis test and we found that he had very, very high levels of copper in his liver. Well, that's directly associated most commonly with eczema, skin conditions. A skin condition is almost never having to do with the skin. It has to do with what's happening in the body. 
So we did elimination diets. I mean, our three-year-old at the time was a total champion, ready to eliminate all these foods that every other kid would love to find the root cause. And he started to learn about how his body worked. And ultimately, we landed on a protocol that I kind of pieced together with both what I learned from the medical medium, which I'll talk about, and so many different other guides from naturopaths and our chiropractor that helped us completely rid our son of eczema. And when I say bad eczema, I mean like from his feet to his neck was blistering and bleeding every day for over six months. It was so sad as a mother to see that and to be trying all these things and nothing's working, but we were so committed to the process. And so was Jack. And the cool thing that I got to like brag on my, he was three when he said this, I want him to have choices. I want him to understand how his body works. And I don't want to limit him from being a kid. Like, I know he's not always going to eat perfectly. I know he's not always going to choose the toxin-less natural option when he's at a birthday party. And I'm okay with that. But I do want him to understand consequences. And I do want him to be able to make those choices himself. So one day we were at a birthday party. And he, I think it was cupcakes, and he saw the cupcakes, and he's like, can I have one of those, Mom? And I said, you know what, Jack? Yes, you you can. You get to choose. You know that sometimes when you eat certain things, for whatever reason, we're working through it, but your eczema flares up, and you get kind of itchy and uncomfortable, right? He said, yeah, I know. I said, okay, so these cupcakes have some of the things that could irritate your skin, but... I know we're at a birthday party and all the other kids are eating them and I want you to be able to choose. So if you want to have it, you can. But if you'd rather have something that probably won't bother your skin, I'm happy to help you find that. And he thought about it for a second. He said, I don't need the cupcake. Do they have any fruit? And it was just a proud mama moment because the point is we're our goal is to teach our kids and raise our kids in a way where they are aware of how their bodies work. And they are aware of what works for them and what doesn't. And that they are empowered to make those choices because I know what works for my body, but I still eat the cupcake sometime and then I pay for it later because I feel like crap. But sometimes it's worth it. So the point being that you're going to be so much more empowered. Your children are going to be so much more empowered to just understand your health. That experience taught us two things. One being that we have to advocate for ourselves and our families and we have to do that by educating ourselves. And the second thing is we have to seek the root cause. I get flack all the time from people when I talk about approaching things naturally first, and I'm fine with that. Those people probably aren't the people who will open their minds enough to research for themselves, and that's okay too. I know this isn't something that everybody's going to do, but I'm speaking to you who might be interested in this and really does want to take your life to the next level. But the all too common truth is that conventional medicine too often looks at things only from one angle. And seeks to treat the symptom and not the root cause. And I think that's a problem. And yes, medication is often needed, but certainly not as often as it's prescribed. I started to lose faith in some of the authority figures I was turning to when they're recommending things like Pediasure to help my kids grow. I challenge you to Google Pediasure and look at the first few ingredients. Or to put my child on a steroid when they haven't been asked what he eats or his environment. Or when I share my symptoms and it's either quote, all in my head, or I'm prescribed a pill that's loaded with other toxins that will make the original problem persist. So when it comes to starting to eliminate toxins from our environments first, before we eliminate from our bodies, we have to take it in stride. I told you guys I'm going to say that a lot. This is something that is a choice you make for your life. 
for your family's life. It's not how we typically operate for the short-term gain. It's about more than just the immediate gratification. And that's why I know only true high achievers and people who think long-term will stick with me on this episode because I know people want things now. They're like, oh, I want the solution that's going to work today. So if you're telling me about something that's not going to show me a result or make me skinny today or make me feel better today, then I'm not listening. And we have to stop approaching things from that shallow angle just for vanity's sake or because it feels good today or because it gets us attention right now or gets us success in this moment. This is the long play for life. And it's one of the many things that sets the high achievers apart from the rest. And it's the same way that we can justify things like using a tanning bed because we aren't going to get cancer in today's tanning session or why we can justify skipping the workout or spending the money because it's not that choice that we make today that's going to be ruining our experience today. So when we spray our lawn with chemicals or we eat foods that have been genetically modified or we use makeup that's loaded with chemicals, we clean our clothes and stuff that's proven to be linked to cancer. We don't think about the consequence because it's not affecting us today. So I challenge you to think beyond today. I challenge you to think about what you want for your life, what you want for your children, what you want for your family, and the example that you want to set. We can't control every little detail of our lives, and trying to, that will make us as sick as the toxins we can be exposed to. So I think it's important to set that boundary, to remember that, to to control the controllable, and still choose to live our lives. So seeking to educate and advocate has to come with the balance of knowing that, unfortunately, the world has not caught up with us yet. And to try and keep our children or ourselves out of contact with anything that could hurt us or limit our ability to truly live, that would be crazy. And it would take away from your quality of life. And this has been a several-year process for our family. We didn't empty our, our cupboards overnight or change all of our products in a day. We're still continually researching and weighing what's best for us. And we don't intend to raise bubble children either or keep them from going to their best friend's house because of their family's treats that they serve or how they spray their lawn differently than us. But in our home, we seek to do things as holistically as possible because it is an environment that we can control without any added effort. And we do that whenever possible. And you might listen to all the things I share and say, I don't want to do any of those except for this. Then do that. Find what works for you, and if nothing else, just do your research. You might research it and weigh risk-reward and say, you know what, I'd rather live potentially 20 years less or get some, maybe get some disease that I don't even get or have a little brain fog or whatever. That's not what I value, and I really like how I live, so you just keep doing it, but you should at least be aware of it. You guys know that we prioritize our health greatly. And it's by far our family's largest investment. And to us, nothing should really come before it because it's in the times we let other things take precedence that we feel it and we ultimately pay for it. So let's talk about environment first. So if you guys have been following our journey for the last couple of years, we now live on our dream property. We bought a 12-acre farm and this whole thing started just as this vision on a vision board a few years back. And it stemmed from conversation about what we ultimately wanted for our life and for our family, where we wanted to raise our kids. But something that kind of fueled that fire was learning more and more about what we wanted for our our health, too, and what we're being exposed to living in a city or what we're being exposed to in a world where our kids can't just go play out in the grass. Now, before anyone that lives in a city gets mad at me, 
there are so many of the things that I'm going to talk about today that you can do no matter where you live. We can't control everything. But with the more I learned about how twisted our food system is in this country and how tough it is to give both our bodies what they need and stay away from harmful chemicals, it sparked our vision of buying this farm property. And I started to picture a life where our kids could go out and get fresh air and be outside with their bare feet and where they could grow some of our, you know, their own food and start to learn where it's coming from. In my research, I kept reading about how all these food sensitivities are so prevalent today. And it has so much to do with the fact that the way our food is treated with chemicals is genetically modified. And that's actually changing our genes and our genetic makeup and being passed on to our kids. Why do you think so many people are sensitive or allergic to wheat or peanuts or eggs or dairy when they weren't 20 or 30 years ago? When you think about when I was a kid, my family had a bread box. It was like this little wooden box that sat on our counter. We'd keep the bread in to keep it in the dark because bread wasn't treated with all these preservatives and the wheat wasn't treated with all these chemicals and the gluten wasn't what it is today. It actually had to be in a bread box so it wouldn't go bad. Well, now you can buy bread off the shelf that literally could sit there for months and never grow mold and still stay soft. That's a perfect example of how the food is just different. Even our fruits and vegetables, you guys, they're just grown with all these pesticides and herbicides that are grown into the fruit. It doesn't matter how much you wash the fruit, it's still a part of it. Or it's genetically modified and we're eating these things and they're void of so many nutrients that we used to be getting years ago. So our bodies are just changing and we're evolving in a not so great way. And the scary thing is, and I mentioned this a lot, is there's a reason that in other countries, the way that America treats their food, the way that America processes, grows, farms, is very different and even illegal in other countries, in other parts of Europe, because they don't want any of that getting into the systems of their people. We are so controlled by the food market here and also by the drug market, and they perpetuate each other. So my point is that I know that not everyone is going to move somewhere remote or start growing their own food to try and ditch toxins. So how about we talk about the more simple things in your environment that you can control? And I also just want to preface by saying you have to become more and more aware of labels because you can look at labels. Phrases like all natural mean nothing. Like when I'm saying we live a more natural life, I'm just using that word. But like when you're buying a product or a food and it says all natural, that means nothing. Arsenic is natural. Okay. So you have to really understand how to read the label. You have to recognize and understand and be able to identify, say, oh, I know that ingredient. If it's a word you can't pronounce, don't put it in your body. Okay. So just some of like a quick checklist, and this will be in the show notes. So if you go to elizabethhartke.com, forward slash podcast forward slash 028, you're going to see lists of stuff that will help you with this process. You don't have to go scribbling notes. And if you're driving, you don't have to pull over. But things like house cleaning supplies, laundry detergent, dish soap, those are two things right there. You're eating off your dishes. You're wearing your clothes on your skin all day. If it goes on your skin, it goes in your body. House cleaning products. We have little kids crawling around on our floor. I don't want to treat our floors with chemicals because my kids' hands are going in their mouths or they drop food. Like I can't always stop them from the five-second rule practice, okay? So you eliminating things where you're being overly exposed to them is really important. 
There's an app that I like to use. It's called the Think Dirty app, and you can plug in different products. And if you're like, oh, I think this is good, but I'm not sure, you can plug it in and it actually tells you its level of toxicity and whether you should be avoiding it and and gives you some good options for alternatives. Some of the brands that I like for house type stuff are Better Life, eCover, Ecos, Puracy. I'll put these in, in the show notes as well, but those are just some of the ones that we turn to. There are so many good options, and a lot of the things I'm going to say on repeat is like you're going to have to do your own research too and see what works for you. You want to avoid DEA, TEA, fragrance, bleach and chlorine when possible, phosphates. Cleaning supplies in America, they don't require manufacturers to ex- disclose any of the ingredients on the product label, which can be really scary. So you're going to have to do your research and find brands you trust. And if you really want to go next level, which we personally have not done because I've also value my time as much as I value my health, you can make your own stuff. And there are tons of, quote, recipes you can find on things like Pinterest and online. Another area that you want to do kind of an overhaul is beauty and self-care products, your makeup, your soaps, your hair products, your lotions. Some of the things to look out for, again, I'll put in the show notes, but parabens or SLS, different sulfates, mineral oil. And there are even things like lead and aluminum and fragrance that are in products that are so, so toxic. Some other things that we've made switches in are mattresses. So mattresses, they off-gas. When you buy different things, whether it's plastic or even certain woods do it, they have chemicals in them and you bring them into your home and you don't realize that they're giving off actual gases that you're breathing in. So you're not just laying on something and feeling it on your skin. You can't just put an organic mattress cover on it and think that you're eliminating what you're getting out of them out of a toxic mattress you want to stay away from anything that has vocs or formaldehyde a couple that we've looked into we've bought the kids have migraine mattress we've bought for the guest room a purple mattress and we have a obasan and you can look those up there's so many now that's the nice thing about this kind of health trend that's happening is you can have more access to more of these great products Stay away from things with flame retardants in them. So they, mattresses, it's important that a mattress isn't going to just go up in flames really fast, but wool and other natural things are being used in the more natural mattresses that act as a natural flame retardant, but they aren't the chemical that is linked to cancers that are being sprayed on on mattresses. And the same goes for kids' pajamas, unfortunately. Uh, We started buying, especially pajamas, because the kids are in them for such an extended period of time while they're sleeping and their body, you know, their sympathetic nervous system is calm and like they're absorbing all this stuff. Look for pajamas that are not treated with flame retardants and are just made from products that are naturally less flammable. Another big one, and this is a big one for us because we have this beautiful property on so many acres and we love the lush lawn. We've had to find ways of treating our lawn naturally because our kids are out there barefoot. Like the one of the big reasons was on our vision board of why we wanted to move here was so that our beautiful little children could run around barefoot and absorb all the goodness of getting their feet in the dirt and their hands in the dirt and just running through the grass. But we're kind of eliminating the benefit of that if we're then spraying it with so many of the toxins that are linked to things like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and dementia and cancers. There have been massive, over $2 billion payouts to families who have used different, really common, like Roundup lawn care treatments because they had ended up with debilitating forms of cancer and it was directly linked to these 
lawn treatments. And that means when you're out in the lawn, it then comes into your home because you walk inside. Or if you have a garden, it gets into that. So you just really have to pay attention to those things. It was funny. God works in mysterious ways. So Michael and I were having this conversation. He's like, yeah, but we have this lawn. I just want our lawn to look plush and beautiful. I'm like, I know, but I want our kids to look plush and beautiful. So that's my priority. So I prayed about it. And I said, all right, God, send me some guidance on how I should handle this lawn treatment thing. Like, do we look into natural products? Do we just pray that everything's fine and just go about things the way we always have and use the more chemical versions of stuff? And I went to a cafe one day here in Wisconsin and I went out to lunch with my new friend, Peggy. She's 92 and she's the bomb. And we're at lunch and this woman who Peggy knows everybody and this woman sees Peggy at the table and she comes over to say hi to her. And Peggy recently moved into kind of like an apartment facility. And the woman just out of the blue, literally hours after I had said this prayer, says to Peggy, hey, do you know how they're treating your lawn at your facility? And she's like, oh, I have no idea. And she's like, well, you really want to look into that. And the woman's like on this quest to help people understand natural lawn care because so many of her grandchildren have gotten so viciously sick from lawn treatment. So that's a tirade that I went off on, but I think it's so important because it's something we're exposed to daily. And this goes to show one of the ways that control the environment so that you can, but don't make yourself sick over it. Like our kids still go to the playground and I don't find the playground manager and find out how he treated the lawn. Chances are, if you see a nice lawn, it's probably being treated with something that isn't so great for your body. But the chemicals that are in those treatments are the same chemicals that are in Agent Orange. Like this is a big deal and they can cause things as you know, minimal, which isn't so minimal as asthma or as terrible as terminal cancers. The last thing I'll say about your environment, what you eat, it's so important because you're taking this food into your system or you're taking this medication into your system and it's going to affect your life. It's going to affect your health. It's going to affect whether or not you are turning on certain genes in your body that could lead to different diseases that you could otherwise turn off if you eat the right things. And you can't do it all perfectly. So I know that buying organic can be more expensive. The good news is that it's also becoming more prevalent. You can get organic at the big box stores now. You can get it at the regular grocery stores. So it's not as out of reach for people, but you can live kind of by the clean 15 and the dirty dozen, which I'll also put in the show notes. But the clean 15 is a list of fruits and veggies that you can get away with not buying organic because they have a thicker skin. For example, like an avocado, you don't necessarily have to buy organic. But the dirty dozen, like this is a list of some that you definitely want to buy organic. Apples being at the top of that list because of how they're treated and the toxins that they carry, whether they're genetically modified more often or whatever. So I'll include that list and it's a good one to go by because we don't buy everything organic. We kind of go by this list to save some money. I already talked about the way the food is processed. One thing that we've been doing, and I, I told you guys I'd mention this, is the medical medium, he's someone you can follow on social media. We have his books. Liver Rescue is the one that we utilized to kind of follow a protocol to eliminate Jack's eczema, along with some other things that we've done, like supplementation. I'm not going to talk about supplementation today. I'll link in the show notes to the, an episode where I talked more about supplements and what I use, but we focus really heavily on what we eat. We drink 16 ounces of celery juice on an empty stomach every morning as a family. We have chugging competitions because I don't mind it, but Michael and Jack hate it. So we have to turn it into a competition, of course. And 
like I said, Jack's been a champ drinking his celery juice every morning, but it's helped. And there are these cluster salts in celery that kill off pathogens and bacteria and viruses and fungus and help detoxify the body. It's specifically the liver, which is, you know, our filtration system. So that's where a lot of stuff gets trapped. And that's where we run into a lot of trouble. And it contributes to so many issues that we have in the body that you would never even expect to have to do with the liver, like eczema, for example, or like depression, for example. So when it comes to eliminating toxins from our bodies, that's a whole different beast and that has to be taken in stride. There are gentle, ongoing ways to detox the body that won't completely disrupt your life. And I will say it can be a painful process, both physically and emotionally. And you have to think about all the things that we've been too exposed to over the years, however old you are, and how they can often get trapped in different organs like the kidneys, the liver, the brain, the skin, and try and undo 30 years of exposure. It's a real freaking trip. Trust me, I've gone through it many times and I'm going through it again now. The antibiotics we received as a kid or the vaccinations or the medications, the pesticides, the herbicides that we've come in contact with, even ingested for years on end, the chemicals from our products, the traumas we've experienced. It's not always a chemical or a toxin. Those traumas can cause reactions within the body. It's all going to take time and consistency to slowly heal the body. I'm in the midst of a very long term detoxification process and protocol right now, and I'm treading really lightly because I'm a breastfeeding mother. So this is not being done in an attempt to lose weight or flush anything too aggressively that can come out through my breast milk. This is just slow, steady, and really supporting my organs as they naturally detox. And some of the things that I've experienced through this process have been really wild. And I'll tell you how I'm, I'm detoxing. But first, let me tell you some of the stuff that I've experienced. So I had a hair. This is not just like kind of mumbo jumbo stuff. There is science to back up. I've had blood tests. I've had hair analysis tests to really find out. I want to know like numbers. I want to know data so that I know what I'm working with. One thing that I tested really high for in about two years ago was aluminum. That's a really common heavy metal that Many people test high in, especially in today's society. Your deodorants, if you're not using a truly all-natural, not just like a branded all-natural, but truly all-natural deodorant, you are likely getting aluminum and you're putting it right over your lymph nodes into your system into a very porous part of your body that opens up and sweats a lot. I actually, in my process of detoxing aluminum, when I would work out or when I use the sauna and I would start to sweat, my sweat would actually be green, green beads of sweat. I felt like I was, I freaked out. Thankfully, I had people supporting me through this process who understand detoxing. And it actually smelled like aluminum, like aluminum foil. So I started to avoid things out of aluminum cans and change my deodorant. A lot of our cookware was aluminum. You just have to really pay attention to, there are so many ways that you can get it in through different areas of your life. So I had green sweat. That was freaky. Also, lately, I've been feeling the biggest hit emotionally. So kind of like depression-like symptoms, anxiety, not sleeping well at night, some insomniac, because you have to think as these toxins are kind of coming out, of, they were stored in your liver and kind of like dormant causing symptoms, but then you're trying to flush them out, flush them out through your skin, through urine, through sweat, all these different things, all of a sudden, like that detoxification process can be pretty hard on your system. So it's really, really common to feel all these mood changes. 
And that's why it's so important to have support through this because the common reaction is, oh my God, I want to give up. Like something's wrong. Well, no, this is likely a part of the healing. This is likely a healing reaction that you have to just work through so you can get to the other side of it. Fatigue, that's been a big one for me. Like there have been days, my my husband can attest to this, where I just haven't even wanted to get out of bed. But then once it lifts, it's like, oh my God, I've never felt this good before. Joint pain. Uh, here's a crazy one. So when you start to detox, even the the medications or things that you had in your system from childhood can be stored in your organs. This is how crazy it is. So something like if someone was a drug abuser or took a lot of prescription pills, Obviously, that's filtering through your liver. A healing reaction when you're fully detoxing your system, you can actually, as those chemicals and those toxins, those drugs are coming out of your system, experience the same experience you had when you were taking them. So for me, I've never been a drug abuser, but I had, if you listen to episodes not too long ago at the end of my pregnancy, I had this horrible tooth situation. And I had to go in for a root canal, emergency root canal at 38 weeks. And they used Novocaine. Well, the other day, as I was like flushing my system using the sauna and sweating, my face went numb. And in learning from the naturopath, what was happening is that Novocaine was actually flushing back out of my system, even though it was months ago, like five months ago, it was flushing out of my system. And I was actually feeling that medicine. That's how much it's trapped in your system. It's still there, even though you're not feeling it while it's laying dormant. Like when you finally get it out, you can experience those feelings again. And after I was first postpartum with my third, just a couple months ago, I started getting these rashes on my face because the body is so smart. It knew I was breastfeeding and it knew that the toxins couldn't come out through my milk. So it had to find a way to excrete these toxins and it was actually coming out through my skin on my face. And then once I got my face to calm down, I have this one spot right over my lymph nodes, kind of between my shoulder and left chest. It's like a red spot and that's like the spot that's detoxing because it's over those lymph nodes and it's getting better. But for a while, it got really red and flared up and it's just a sign that it's working. And I know this stuff can sound totally crazy because I thought that too. And that's why this is just kind of an introductory episode to remind you to look into it. So what are some of the things that I'm doing to undo and detox my body, undo some of the damage I've done over the years, unknowingly or even unwillingly, like it just kind of happened to me or in detoxing. The first one I already mentioned is celery juice. It's such an easy piece of the puzzle. Heavy metals play a big role in a lot of conditions and they get trapped up in the lizard, liver, in the lizard, in the liver. And as you are detoxing, you are pulling them from these organs. And one way to kind of strip the organs of a lot of these chemicals is celery juice. There are these, when you juice celery, And I'm not going to go into too much detail on this because there's so much information online. If you Google celery juice medical medium, you can find a ton. But when you juice celery, these cluster salts exist that help strip the liver of these toxins. So every morning on an empty stomach with nothing added, fresh celery juice, it doesn't work if you just eat the celery. It doesn't work if you just blend the celery. So 16 ounces of celery juice, empty stomach, and I don't eat for 20 minutes after that. The other thing that I'm obsessed with that my husband just built into our house because of all the research we've done on detoxification, one of the best things that we have yet to read about or find that can work for pretty much every person in such a profound way, like anyone from people with cancer 
to different mood disorders or depression, anxiety, any of those kind of things, physical symptoms, I mean, inflammation in the body, anything, near-infrared saunas. My husband just built out the most incredible near-infrared sauna right in our bathroom, and I'm taking two saunas a day and kind of working my way up. And it's very different than a regular sauna that you might experience at a gym or in a locker room. It's not just making you sweat to get the toxins out. The infrared actually penetrates the skin and heats you up from the inside out, flushing toxins out. And that, I have felt so many healing reactions from that. It's been crazy. The level of anxiety I felt for a few days. But thankfully, I was following a protocol that walks you through it and says, hey, today you're probably going to feel this. And then I would. It was really incredible. But I felt so much better since using this sauna. My body is healing. My knee issues are, are healing. The inflammation I've had. My milk supply has increased. Just so many breakthroughs. I also, after I use a near-infrared sauna, I dry brush. That's something I've done for years, but now I'm doing it after the sauna and it really helps flush the toxins. I take Epsom salt baths and if you follow me on Instagram, you know I do that all the time because you'll see it in my stories. Epsom salt helps to also draw out some of the toxins. The key with that is that after you take, don't soak for more than 15 to 20 minutes because at some point your body's going to start to absorb the toxins that were expelled within the bath. So take 15 to 20 minutes and then go rinse off in a shower so you don't leave any of that on your skin. And the two biggest things that we do outside of kind of the celery juice, the sauna, dry brushing, Epsom salt baths are how we eat. That's huge. How we eat, what we put into our bodies. Do we know where our food's coming from? Are we eating meats that we know how they were raised? Are we eating fruits and vegetables that we know how they were treated and grown? And supplementation. Supplementation, I said, I'll I'll link in the show notes to the episode where I talked about that. But that's huge. You have to find brands that you trust. Don't go buying your supplements at like the drugstore or GNC. You got to get really trustworthy brands the same way you got to trust your food. You got to trust your supplementation and find a plan that works for you. So I just rattled off a bunch of symptoms that sound like they totally suck because they do. And here's where I challenge you to shift your thinking in life. And this will serve you in your health journey, but it's also going to serve you in so many areas of your life. Don't limit what you're capable of just because you're facing a battle. I'd rather a short time of these intense symptoms to rid myself of a lifetime of so many other symptoms that lead me down the wrong path, disease, limited potential, so on and so forth. I started researching and learning about some of the things I was facing, like the extreme fatigue and the brain fog and the ADD and the anxiety that everyone wanted to write me a pill for. And I realized that I was feeling like I couldn't break through to the very best version of me as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as a leader, as a wife who contributes boldly in this life if I didn't dig down to the roots of these problems in my life. Even though I knew I was facing a war against so many things to get where I ultimately wanted to be, I move forward completely empowered by the fact that I have this choice. I am so blessed that I have this able body that's well enough to, at the very least, read some information and start to apply it little by little. And truthfully, I am absolutely fascinated as my body's going through this journey, even the healing reactions, and I'm butted right up against what feels like a debilitating symptom. I'm still fascinated because I know it's working. It's like, bring it the F on. I am so ready for this massive headache (laughs) because I know it means that I'm flushing something out of my system. Like, oh, hell yeah, I want this rash on my face because 
I know that means it's working. I know I sound like a crazy person, but it's true. That's how my brain works. I am such a nerd when it comes to this stuff because the more you learn, the more empowered you're going to be. And I get to choose my heart. Like it to me was so much harder going through life, never knowing where a symptom was coming from and always feeling blah. I chose to face those demons. I choose to conquer them. And it's going to be a total B on my body for a while and my mind, but I'm doing it so that I can have the breakthrough and never have to live like that again. I was talking to someone I coach, one of my mentees, and I've been mentoring her for a few years now. And she's just, she's a remarkable person. And she's facing something really tough in her life and her business, something that brings a lot of people to their knees and makes a lot of people ultimately quit whatever their journey is. And I said to her, you know what? You are so close. Isn't it so funny how life tries to just derail us just before the magic happens? But most people give up as they're falling off the tracks, never to experience all the glory. Like they're so close and they don't know it. And they think that that's a sign that they've failed and to give up. I am not willing to sacrifice all that glory. Some of the things that have helped me through this process is to be supported through the process. Whether it's cleaning out your house or cleaning out your body, you need people who understand this process so that when you are in those moments of like, oh my God, what is this anxiety? Like, does this mean I shouldn't be doing this? Is something wrong? You have someone who knows more than you and can say, nope, sit in this. This is good. This is part of the process. You're doing this for a greater purpose. Use your resources. I've done NRT, chiropractics, I have a naturopath, life coach, therapist, I use resources that everybody can access like Medical Medium and the Model Health Show, and I take little bits from everybody and I create a protocol that works for me. Another big one, journal the process, and this was hard for me. Even at being a writer, this was hard for me because I didn't want to, when I'm in those moods and I feel like crap or I'm tired, I don't want to sit and take five minutes to write it down. But it's cathartic. It's helping you work through it. But it's also showing you the progress. And go slow. Listen to your body. Don't quit, but listen to your body. There were times where I was, you know, at that stage of the sauna process where I'm taking two 15-minute saunas a day. And I realized, okay, I got to back down to 10 minutes. Like, this is really intense for my body this week. I don't know why. Maybe 16 ounces of celery juice isn't the answer today. Maybe I do 10. But you just, you keep moving forward. You might just need to take your foot off the gas a little bit here and there. Guys, this is so something worth becoming obsessed with in a healthy way. We can't live in fear in a bubble or control everything, but we can make better choices and we can invest in our lives and we can protect our families from harm that is just unnecessary. We can educate ourselves enough so that we can step into our best selves. That's my mission here today is just to hopefully shed enough light to pique your interest enough for you to go out there and figure it out for yourself because my plan might not be your plan, but you have to find the right one for you if you want to tap in to who you were born to become. And that's what scaling up is all about. Thanks for listening today. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing frommies freebies for my homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose 
and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.